0: It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of Joe and
1: get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. First up in the brew, Matt Smith and Kyle Reese in for Mike and Mark this morning. The Nuggets, they went down to Orlando and Paolo Banquero had a dagger for them getting set to make a move. Crosses over against a Vantaro, a three-point shot. It's in and out. And it tried to come out of there, but it couldn't. Kyle, the Denver Nuggets, man, they're just trying to survive life without Jamal Murray. What are your early impressions of this team overall? Um, I, not much has changed, right? Still allowing
0: a ton of points in the paint, giving up 40-point quarters. And you mentioned it last year, that defense... Particularly on the perimeter, might be their Achilles heel. I don't know that much. Listen, they are who they are, right? And I fully expect them to be in contention down the stretch, but still some of the same issues that were lingering last year.
1: Yeah, no Bruce Brown. And there are people around Spark. here that want to downplay that. Yeah. But that's actually a big missing piece. And I'm really glad that you just mentioned that. We talked about it ad nauseum last year. Points allowed in the paint. They gave up sixty to the magic last night. I mean, yeah. You're not missing anybody in the front court. Yeah. You know what I mean? You may be missing Jamal, but you got Aaron Gordon. And how about Zeke Najee? Paid him four years, $32 million. Zeke Naji played 12 minutes last night. You'd like for him to defend the race. The 12, 12 minutes last night. Yeah. Come on. ROI. You know, Jake Shapiro said something to me when they signed him to that contract, which I poo-pooed at the time, but he said that's a tradable contract at the trade deadline. And he's actually not wrong on that. I don't know... What you're gonna get back for it, but as far as like salary filler, if you were trying to trade with a lesser team who was looking to un- unload an expiring contract, that might not be a bad move. And,
0: and, and look, Something to keep an eye it's, on it's not like the opportunity hasn't been given or it's not there because again, they do need someone to defend the rim, and it just right, man. You can step up and fill that role and find yourself
1: playing 20 minutes a game. Next up in the Brew, Jared Bednar, pleased with his team's performance and a big bounce-back win.
0: I thought we were here to play tonight, no question. Loved our first. The second, it's just so hard. Like I, like you, you, they don't play this in the second, but half of that time, it was all power plays. We had some, we had some short power plays, and it's, it was just changing. We had half our team sitting on the bench in the second period, um, and most of those guys are our top
1: guys. Yeah, it was a good win for the Avs last night. 5-2 over a red-hot Vancouver team. Kyle, a couple of scary moments in the game. Val Nachushkin took a puck to the face along with uh, a forward for the Vancouver Canucks who was out cold on the ice there for a bit. I believe his last name was Friedman. And then (laughs) a little earlier, that second period man was extremely weird. So Josh Manson and Brock Besser had an exchange in front of... Alexander Georgiev defensively in the zone end Brock and Josh kind of cross-check each other, but Brock Besser charges Josh Manson and Manson's a taller guy, right? So Manson somewhat brings his stick up, and it looked like just to kind of ward off Brock Besser somewhat to defend himself, and instantly there was pushing and shoving, Besser it looked like was bleeding a little bit, and Manson really was just confused as to what the call even was. Well, they went and reviewed it, and originally they had ruled it matching minors but they reviewed it and then gave Manson a game misconduct and tossed him. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. It was one of the most head-scratching rulings that I've seen in a while in an NHL game. Well, that might be the the devil that's in the
0: replay ability, right? You go it back was weird, yeah, yeah, and you overanalyze things and sometimes you come out on the wrong end of it, but yeah, to get tossed for a major, man, that's a uh,
1: that's still impactful, right? 21 penalty minutes last night for the Aps. Yikes. 21. In fact, in that second period, they were on the penalty kill for four straight minutes, and then that entire exchange happened. There, there was a man advantage one way or another, or at least, you know, a four-on-four situation for what had to be three-quarters of the second period. It was an ugly second period. The Avs weathered the adversity. They only allowed one goal to Vancouver after only being up 2 1. Entering that stretch, it finished 2 2. So you got to be happy with the win there. I I really do think that you have to be happy with the win. Give them credit against one of the better, the hotter teams in the NHL. Oh, no question about it. All right, next up in the brew, uh, Sean Payton (laughs) had an interesting moment yesterday at the press conference. A couple of
2: Sanders outside back today. Is that
1: a permanent change is something you sort of want no no and and typically where we put players to practice we don't write about or talk about and in, in relative to scheme um, and so he'll play different spots and and we'll see you know how it unfolds during the game that's pretty much the norm though right when we're doing something scheme wise that we're not asking questions about it or discussing it yeah yeah, but even during the open period. That's part of the deal. I normally we ask you and you give your response. Well, there's my response. All right. That's pretty clear, right? All right.
0: First rule about fight clubs, we don't talk about fight clubs. <laughs> that's club. what I said yesterday.
1: <laughs> but you know what? It's open period. That's not on the reporter. That's on Sean Payton. That is on Sean Payton. If you don't want us to see it, don't put it out there. Everything is fair game. If the pra- I'm sorry, but it is professional sports. If you open a, a a section of practice to the media, don't be surprised if the media asks you about something like that. I'm sorry. It's not like they're asking you where the keys to the building are. They're asking you why Drew Sanders taking a few snaps outside linebacker. That is not some, you know, monumental wrinkle that is going to have Cleveland running for the hills on Sunday. I'm sorry, Sean. Like, I get it, but... He okay. just has days, man. I know. This I know. just every now
0: and then, and you don't know what's going. He just wants it. to put
1: you in your place, just a little bit. Yeah, it's okay. I get it, but at the same time, I got I got my media brethren's back on this one. But I also respect what he was saying because you do want some sort of unspoken relationship, you know, unspoken, you know, understanding with the local press corps. That's like okay, if if what you're gonna ask me is overly sensitive and could it potentially affect our game plan, let's not bring that up. Like, that I respect. However, Drew Sanders taking a couple snaps at outside linebacker, he's been there before this season. I don't really think that's that big of a deal. But, again, he felt like it was. Yeah. So maybe we're going to see the NASCAR package and Drew Sanders going to play 50 snaps. and. Well, you know what everyone's waiting on now. What's
0: that? It better work. You better come up with two sacks on Sunday because the element of surprise is out the bag, man. And apparently you've got the secret weapon X at outside linebackers. So
1: unleash the man on Sunday. That's what we've been told at least. All right, next up in the brew, uh, Justin Simmons has been very vocal in defending Kareem Jackson. He's been posting clips on social media trying to call out the NFL for the the hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. Yep. (laughs) Hypocrisy behind
2: some of their rulings here. There, there's no... And then I, I quoted... I literally copy and pasted the quote from Kareem's suspension. Rule 12, section 10, whatever it was. It says, keep your head off the, you know, head or neck, shoulder area of a... It's literally by definition what that player did in Buffalo to Courtney. By definition, head down, hit the, the base of... the bottom of the base of his face mask. You saw Court's head pop back a little bit. And... The flag was thrown but there is no discipline afterwards and then all we get told is stay off the head or neck area and i'm not attacking like the nfl i'm not attacking the officiating i'm not trying to sit up here and you know that that's not the intent the intent is if we're if you're actually trying to help us get better what are the coaching points how are we going to get better what are the what are the ways that you're going to help us to apply that because if we're just going to slap fines on guys and and slap suspensions and then when they come back 4 games later and nothing's changed that's not our fault. We're trying our best to adapt to the rules while we're in the game and it's just hard to unlearn something you've done for 14 13 years in the in the league specifically talking about Kareem. So he got it right there at the end. Like he eventually
1: got to it. It is hard to unlearn something you've been doing for a decade plus career. It is. He doesn't know any other way. No but it is still an infraction and it was still the very first drive that he came back off a two game suspension for what Kyle the exact damn same thing so you got to be smarter than that ah. you can't lead with the crown we can d- we can get into it here yeah. but here here's here's where Justin Simmons does have a point it is inconsistent yes there is no definition or baseline because this play happens multiple times Every single weekend across the NFL. And no, it's not reprimanded the same way. So does it feel like Kareem Jackson's being singled out? I don't know. I think there's an argument to be made for it. But at the very same time, and as James mentioned yesterday, I was on with him on the drive, and I thought this was a good point. You know, if everybody's speeding and you get pulled over, does it mean you still weren't speeding? That's something you say to your kids. Spoken like a man who has kids. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I didn't say. It. That's it, why he did said. Did it, it, it make sense to you? It did. Make, it did make sense to me. But what I said to James, I said, "This is what I said. I go, yeah. But if that was happening and everybody was doing seventy-five and a sixty-five, and you were the only one that got pulled over, and the dude in front of you was doing seventy-eight, you'd still be pissed off, wouldn't you?" And he was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Well, that's what we're dealing with here. Yeah. That's exactly what
0: it is." Listen, it, it, it's a, uh, it's really tough, and. I think the bigger point is Kareem Jackson came in in an error where that was a completely permissible play, sure, and 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 he and he made his money doing this, right? So it, uh, again, it is really difficult to unlearn. The other deal that I didn't like about what Justice he he kind of he kind of backed off of it and then ran at it again. No, man, if you're gonna call him out for it because it is very h- h- hypocritical, <laughs> right? <laughs> then go ahead and do it because. No one would disagree with you that there is inconsistency in how this is adjudicated.
1: Well, and look, I thought it was a very, very eloquent point that you brought up on our Sunday show where you felt like this team has generated a little inspiration from Kareem Jackson because from a physicality standpoint, he was able to fall on the sword. So, there you go. And, 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 <laughs> like and, and look, and here's what happens with this, right? <laughs>
0: okay. That's an inside joke for all of our Sunday but morning. here. That's an inside joke for all of our Sunday morning But I do think that uh, his teammates should put something on it. Yeah. And then make a
1: Kareem Jackson pot <laughs> in the locker room. Put a couple grand in it. <laughs> all right, we'll get to some of your reaction on the Ramoslaw.com text line 303-713-1043. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. You got turkey bowl going on today. If you do, you know. Let's not just go. If you get winded going from the couch to the fridge, let's not go out there and try and you know relive your three touchdown high school glory days. Hey man, don't mess around and find yourself in the UC Health
0: emergency room because you were trying to get after. It That's too right, because you were trying to moss yeah, your they, cousin. They got those
1: doggone Achilles. Achilles' heel, it ain't ready worth to it. Go. It ain't worth it, dog. It ain't. All right, coming up next. Also, I want to react to the Broncos and Vikings because you and I haven't had a chance to really let's get into that. that. So let's get into some of our takeaways from a big primetime win for the Denver Broncos on Sunday. Matt Smith and Kyle Reese in for Mike and Mark on Denver Sports Station one hundred four through the fan.